0: To the spooky spice channel podcast a podcast to give reviews thoughts and opinions on all things film and book related i will also have alternate episodes these will be focused on myths legends and lore and the horror movies or books that adapt to them I would just like to preface this episode by reminding people that fear is subjective. What you might think is scary or creepy, other people may not, and vice versa. Films such as The Exorcist, Jaws, Amityville Horror, Jurassic Park, Halloween, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, these movies do genuinely scare people. And that's what they aim to do. Nowadays, I think it's very uh, hard to scare people because people have been desensitised. That's not saying that these films don't scare people because some people, they will be scared of them. Others who aren't scared by them or who can't be scared, quote unquote, will usually respond to these films by saying that wasn't scary, that movie was shit, why don't they make scary movies anymore? Or I'm looking for a movie to really scare me and nothing's working. I think it's up to the viewer to discover what scares them. If you know you're not scared by shark movies or possession films, going into these films with that subject matter is not likely to scare you. It's a bit of common sense and a bit of remembering, just because a movie hasn't scared you does not mean it's bad. The movies I'll be talking about today do creep me out. The first film I'm talking about is an alien abduction found footage film. That is a subgenre that is very specific and creeps me out no matter what. How good or how bad it is, I love it. And that is why I go back for more, because it does creep me out, but I get an adrenaline rush. The MacPherson Tape is directed by Dean Aliotto. I hope I pronounce that correctly. It is currently available on Shudder and Blu-ray from Vinegar Syndrome, Diabolic DVD, as well as Amazon. It is made in 1989, 10 years before The Blair Witch Project came out. It's a lesser budget feature film, clocking in at 63 minutes long. It is about a family who discovers an alien spaceship and is then terrorized by the aliens that night. Yes, the spaceship is quite amusing, but soon after the fear of the family take over and leaves you unsettled. The alien costumes take you out of the film But the terror of the characters and minimal field of vision while scary things happen is what creeps you out. The family experiencing bloody noses, seeing lights, being telepathically controlled and invaded are the real scares here. If you're watching this late at night in the dark, which is how I watched it, it makes for far better viewing. Let's talk about the ending. We're finally sat on a chair or the camera is put down to watch the ending play out. The remaining family members are clearly being calmed and controlled telepathically to not fight or notice the aliens are inside the house and approaching. This was really unsettling and I was, it was kind of building. Like you could feel the tension and I thought that it was going to end but then we get audio screams in the credits, I thought that would have been a very creepy ending, but we don't get that. It kind of amps up and builds and then it cuts off and we have the credits start to roll. And the way that it's done is, like I said, very unsettling and highly effective. Some notable mentions are the creepy calm kid and her drawings that don't get noticed until the family notice them. I do want to re-watch this and see if she is drawing creepy pictures throughout the whole film because while the family are getting scared, are getting ready to protect themselves, this little kid is in the corner and she is calm. She says creepy shit throughout the film. (laughs) She's really unsettling and because the adults are all worked up, they pay no attention to her. The mind control having to get outside or let them in. So the family are experiencing invasive thoughts, controlling thoughts. They all get bloody noses and then one by one they vocalise that they have to open the front door, they have to get outside. Why don't we just let the aliens in? That is really unsettling the gun that didn't do much so we have one of the brothers shoot the alien that's gotten in upstairs so they all think that he shot the alien and so they rope off the room and then later on in the film we find out that a shotgun blast at close range does nothing so that leaves you with the thought of what can hurt them if we need to hurt them and then playing that in with the mind control aspect you're not going to know if you need to defend yourself we're also given well we are shown that the brothers have quote unquote disappeared Um, makes it look like either they've been abducted or they've been killed because we never see from them again Make of it what you will. If you've seen the McPherson tape, let me know what you think about it. I know a lot of people on Twitter were saying that it's bad quality, that it wasn't scary, that it was ridiculous or cheesy. But again, because it's so subjective, people that love alien abduction films or alien abduction found footage films will get a kick out of it. I highly recommend it. Okay, our second film is also named The McPherson Tape. This one, actually, its title is Alien Abduction Incident in Lake County, but it was marketed as The McPherson Tape, the TV movie. It is by the same director, Dean Aliotto, and if you can find it, the DVD is available on eBay and Amazon. So this one was made nine years after the first film, It has a bigger budget, completely different cast, same director, but different editing and similar, but different story too. So again, it's the family, the McPherson's, completely new cast, kind of fleshed out a bit more. Um, You know, they find the spaceship exactly like the original movie they freak out, they are followed by lights uh, and the aliens. Because it was a bigger budget and a TV movie budget, we have more effects. Uh, We are shown a bit more rather than leaving it to our imagination. And the film is kind of weirdly edited in that it is spliced with random people, completely random people, I might add, giving their own opinions on if the footage that was found, if it's real, it's real because of this. If it's fake, it's fake because of this. A random musician who had his own experience with aliens. So this footage brought back a lot for him. It's just very odd because it's not like we have a scene from the footage from the family experiencing these events and then it fading out into the random interviews and opinions. No, we get footage being shown. And then before it kind of subsides or before it gets quiet, it's just awkwardly and messily edited with the interviews. It's really odd and I don't get it (laughs) because you have a bigger budget. So why is the editing so bad? The the footage also is kind of, it's more updated. I don't know if it's still filmed in um, video because this is nine years after the first film. So I think it's digital footage made to look like it's shot on video. And um, one of the interviewees actually discusses this. So for me, um, this this film kind of fell short for me. Um, for a lot of people, it's the version that they saw first because again, it was made for TV. It got distributed a lot more than the first film did. But for me, I, d- I didn't like the cast for this one. They seemed very off, like none of them got along, even for people playing families. They were... The dialogue was very bad, uh, delivered. (laughs) You had people kind of, it's as if they did no run-throughs, it's as if they just got the pages right before the director said, action. They pause all throughout it. Um, Not like, see I pause when I'm thinking of how to articulate things. These people would just pause and blank out. It's very awkward. It feels very awkward. Um, And then it's also almost a shot-for-shot remake of the director's original film, Um, which is confusing in itself. I thought it being his own film, if he liked that story so much, try and do exactly the same thing, have nothing different in it, or try something different. And it's like he took both of those ideas and ran with them. Uh, To me, the formula that works is less is more. So I really like the first film uh, because, you know, we are given minimal effects, minimal visuals. It's all the atmosphere of the film. In Alien Abduction Incident in Lake County, or the TV movie, we are given effects, we are shown more. Um, We're given a bigger budget that doesn't really pay off. I think the bigger budget was used in in the visual effects. So the lights and everything. We do still have the creepy kid, Um, so that is a plus. But I definitely recommend seeing the TV movie um, just so you have, if you're interested in it, you have a comparison. But like I said, if you've seen either of these, please let me know what you thought about them. Okay, that's episode two done, The MacPherson Tapes. If you would like to talk about anything horror, movie or book related, you can come find me on socials at Instagram and YouTube, the Spooky X Spice channel, Twitter, Letterboxd and IMDb is at Spooky X Spice and stay tuned for more episodes relating to movies and books as well as the alternate episodes, which I will be starting soon, Horror Myths More. Thank you for listening.